It is Wednesday, and that means that we are making sense of the markets with Lori Pinkowski, a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can contact her team at 604-695-LORI, that's L-O-R-I, or you can visit the website at pinkowski.ca. Lori, good morning to you. Good morning to you as well. How's your summer been? So good. It's been great. No complaints. How about you? Oh, it's been great. Beautiful weather. A little hot, but uh, all is good. <laughs> yeah, in a bit of a, a heat wave right now as we speak. Exactly. And, uh, and markets. I mean, markets have been volatile, although we uh, had quite a rally over the past four weeks up until last week. And uh, what we're seeing today, markets are in the green up about, uh, I would say, half a, half a percent across the indices. And so uh, it's looking a little better today. But again, everybody's kind of waiting for uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. He's going to be speaking on Friday again regarding the central bank's fight against inflation. And so, you know, investors are hanging off basically, you know, each word he says just to see where they're at. And again, we know that they're going to continue to increase interest rates in the U.S. Uh, but the question is, is how aggressive are they going to be, uh, especially in light that we've probably seen peak inflation already. And hopefully what we see in September is inflation coming down again. And what do you take on um, the, uh, the the phrase kind of the bad news equals good news as far as what we're looking at with the Fed and with inflation? Yeah, for sure. That That's definitely the theme for economic data. I mean, you know, there's one, one camp that doesn't want to see the economic, you know, come out too soft because that would increase recessionary fears. Uh, in terms of having softer data, that's what we do want to see. I mean, uh, we saw U.S. durable goods. Uh, the orders came in for July. They were unchanged from the previous month, so slightly weaker than the 0.6% growth uh, economists were expecting. So, again, that's what we mean um, by, you know, some of this bad data kind of equals good news. Um, and so going forward, we want to see more of that softening. So that would mean that the Fed won't be as aggressive, you know, in their September, October, November meetings. And that's what we're looking for, especially for markets to continue this rally going forward, right? Because right. we're we're definitely up uh, since the June lows, but over the past kind of week and a half or so, markets are off from their kind of short-term highs. Uh, S&P off 4%, Dow off 3%, NASDAQ off 5%. But again, it's been a strong rally. The S&P 500 is still up 12.5% uh, in just over four weeks. All right. What about other economic news as far as impacts on the markets? Uh, well, pers- U.S. personal expenditure and consumption, uh, that update for the month of July will be coming out. I mean, July's personal income is expected to grow by 0.6%, um, and personal expenditures is set to uh, come in slower at 0.4%. And so, again, news like that is important to, for us to be watching. Uh, also looking at the U.S. 10-year yield, that's continuing higher. Uh, so, again, there's a lot of moving parts to this market, and it's just really important uh, that your financial advisor or portfolio manager is staying on top of uh, the changing environment. I mean, oil is up again this morning. Saudi Arabia uh, is uh, talking about um, uh, basically hinting at oil production cuts, uh, you know, and this is amidst growing economic uncertainty, and the production cuts 
are said to be the goal of stabilizing prices. I don't know how that works. Um, you know, but again, it's it's something to be watching because the price of oil is so important to that inflation number that we want to see move lower, not higher. And remember, oil peaked out at about 130 a barrel and now it's around 94 a barrel. So so that is again something that you want to watch and make sure your portfolio is diversified at, at this time, in my opinion. Um, you know, holding a bit of cash, but again, don't be looking the rear view mirror. You want to look forward uh, and really follow what's going on in the markets and making decisions for your portfolio based on what's happening today, not two months ago. Right. Uh, what about corporate earnings and what are we seeing there? Yeah, well, as um, yes, uh, just announced on NW there, bank earnings in Canada are coming out. Uh, they're mixed. Uh, bank of Nova Scotia reported yesterday uh, missing expectations. The stock is off 6.5% since then. National Bank reported kind of in line with expectations, relatively flat. And Royal Bank is uh, down 3.5% uh, on the news for them. And, you know, for us, we sold banks just a few weeks ago. And the reason we've done that is, again, the way I look at it, um, you know, even though I feel that, you know, short term, we're over this inflation interest rate problem to a certain degree, or dare I say, um, you know, there could be a next problem brewing. And that is in the real estate market. As we see, rates have moved higher in such a short amount of time. We're seeing sales off, you know, 40% from last year. Um, and that is a concern. And remember, banks make money on loans and mortgages. And uh, so for us, you know, I might be too early in that call, but uh, I decided to uh, sell the banks of the portfolios. And so what we're seeing in earnings, um, you know, and what could happen going forward uh, is increasing, you know, credit loss provisions uh, due to, again, rates moving higher, people not being able to pay mortgages or lines of credits against their homes and stuff like that. So again, I may be too early on that, but I'd rather be be uh, wrong and be less risky than wrong and be more risky. So again, that's what's important. <clears throat> Sorry, that's what's important when managing uh, retirement money for people. Uh, sounds good. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk about educating kids and grandkids and making sure they know about money and money management. Yeah, you know, it's important. I mean, last week we talked about RESPs as we're coming close to September here and kids are going back to school. But it's also important to talk to your kids and grandkids about money. Uh, What I have uh, seen dealing with a, a lot of people who are going into retirement Many people have a different relationship with money than the next. And the reason that is it's unique is because of the way they were brought up, how their parents handled money, um, you know, is how you generally are going to see the world and, and handle your own money. So, again, it can be a sensitive subject, but it's important to educate your kids and grandkids early so they can establish, you know, good habits and be comfortable talking about it. And, um, you know, parents are the biggest influencer on, on their children's financial behavior. So helping your kids and grandkids understand money uh, will ensure that wealth lasts for generations if you're thinking about uh, transferring your wealth to them one day. Uh, and some of those financial lessons uh, parents and grandparents can pass uh, down to their kids are you know, and and how do you teach them recognizing trade-offs, right? Wants versus needs. And I think this is great for children as well as adults. Um, you know, the first step in teaching kids about handling finances to help them distinguish between wants and needs. Explain to them, um, you know, needs include the basics, food, shelter, clothing, healthcare, education, savings, if you can afford it. And the extras could be movie tickets, video games, uh, or a new cell phone, right? And, th- and starting with the basics is very helpful for them. 
Uh, you touched on, on saving, setting savings goals as well. What about talking to kids about part-time jobs and when to start kind of really becoming more independent? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, having, uh, teaching them to become more independent, having a job, I think is very important. I, I had my first lemonade stand at the age of four. <laughs> I, I, I was a real entrepreneur right from, uh, right from the beginning. And, I, and I, I'm going to do that with my own son as well. I think it's important to teach them the value of, you know, working hard and uh, earning money and saving money, all those things. Again, uh, and having a financial advisor uh, as a mother, uh, he's definitely going to be, uh, be being taught, uh, you know, all about this. And so it's important for those that are not uh, involved in the financial world, whatever your career is, is to continue to um, make sure that you're, you're bringing light to the subject, right? And ensuring that they're aware about money, because a lot of people, um, you know, may learn how to get a career in life, uh, you know, as they get into high school and things like that, but they're really not taught too much about savings and spending and budgeting. And I think that's a really important uh, piece as well. So again, you want them to set savings goals, you know, what is it like to save for something if they're getting an allowance? Um, talk about that money management, like we talked about with a part time job, and then leave room for mistakes. I mean, you know, kids are going to learn uh, as they go, just like we all have. And I think that's important as well. And, and also a lot of clients open up uh, tax-free savings accounts for kids once they can. And that's, you know, when kids are older, 19, but you can also open a bank account. Um, you can have an in-trust for account for kids that are uh, younger as well. So keep that in mind and you can invest in mutual funds or whatever you want. And they can be watching that and even coming in for portfolio reviews with their parents or grandparents to, to really learn firsthand w what it is about money, why it's so important to, to be a good saver, to be um, a responsible spender, uh, because that just means that later on in life, you're going to have those good habits uh, going forward. All right. That is good advice indeed. Lori, we'll leave it there, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a great week. You too. That is Lori Pinkowski, a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. You can call Lori and her team today, 604-695-LORI. With any questions you have about investing or retirement, you can also visit the website at pinkowski.ca.